Hello, friends, and welcome to the 24th edition of the Fantasy 15 here on Sound of the Loons. We're here to give you 15 minutes on your 15 roster slots for MLS Fantasy. We'll talk a bit about what happened last week, a bunch about what we think is going to happen this week, and get into some strategy when we can. My name is Steve McPherson, and I am joined by Jamie Watson. Jamie, I regret to report that I am not playing with the kind of focus and intensity it takes to win a championship. Yeah, I mean, look, you're at the top, and and you've got to make sure that you don't make any mistakes. And and there were a few slip ups on your end this week. I was yeah. disappointed by that, but I was also very pleased because this was a week <laughs> in which I finally got more points than you. All right, let's let, let's take the small victories in life. How many points did you? How many points did you end up with? A resounding 154 points. Hey. I will take it. Good for you. I feel like that was that's great. That's like, like me in school. It was like you know, it was it was better than than you know, bad. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, it was good. It's good. It's it was that's like, like fifty over the average. I think. Yeah. So. I mean, you just it's like you just floated by. It was it was very not remarkable, but for me, yeah, I'm proud of what I achieved. That's great. That's great. I uh, I got like 136. I have now I slid down to 143rd overall. You hate which, to see man, it, man. It's uh, but that shows you how close it is up there at that top. Yeah, I mean, I think that like if you look at the the you know I was in the top 50 or somewhere about there. The the person in 50 has like 24 more points than me. Yeah, so, so it's, it's very tight. And so. you got a, you got another double game week to try yeah. to grab some points here. And and I'm proud to uh, report that uh, I am in the top. <laughs> 1900 no big deal nice look at you haven't cracked the top 1900 mark yet you know but hopefully after another good week you know on the big boy pants yeah i mean hey look not all (laughs) of us could be here up in this upper echelons but uh but that's the hat i wear so uh what was what went right for you what was what was booming for you there's this really uh small unknown player you may have uh not heard of or maybe you have his name's uh Zlatan, Zlatan, Ibrahimovic, Ibrahimovic, Vic. Your boy decided to captain him. It always feels good yeah. when you look at that dream team and your captain is the guy yeah. who had the best week, uh, fifty-eight points. It's <laughs> a silly amount of that points. That is that is ridiculous. Um, yeah, double game week. I, I, I look. I, I struck gold. I went all in with my my lineup. Uh, no bench players this week, um, apart from Clint Irwin, who was sitting at four million. So I did break my rule. Yeah, my you my self imposed rule. But you weren't re- you were relying on him for the the cap bump. Right? I was you trying to. I was just for going that, for the so. money because he wasn't going to yeah. play. Had Manone in there, um, so that was a that was a good decision. So my my booms lots on obviously. Uh, Brian Fernandez, sixteen points. I think yeah. you count that. Metzenere had eleven. Was you know if they could pull out a shutout against Orlando City, that would have been another uh, great one. Manone had twelve, and then Clint Irwin on the bench uh, with fifteen. You know, like I said, just kind of apart from Zlatan, it was. Okay, not yeah. too great, but yeah. that Zlatan was, does a lot of work for you. You, you made up a lot of ground for everybody the else. The week is basically either you captain Zlatan or you didn't. That's, that's, that's it. That's the entire And And this so. week will probably be very similar. Did you captain Vela or did yeah, you not right, captain yeah. Vela? What about this you? Week, Who I'm, for you? I'm captaining Vela this week. Uh, I, I did not pick Zlatan. I mean, I, I picked him, but I didn't captain him. So I you, got Who'd his, you go for captain-wise? Uh, Valeri. That's right. Um, and... So I got points. I got 29 points out of Zlatan, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I knew it uh, that to me, it's just too much volatility for him. It's like, you know, he's, if he's scoring, he's terrific. If he's not, he doesn't give you anything. And so he might karate kick someone in the face and yeah. get sent off in that first game. You, <laughs> I just you legitimately do not know. I didn't have any, I just didn't have the tolerance for it. So, you know, I think that 
Gasper, I picked Gasper, Metonier, and Minone, and they had 10, 11, and 12. And that was, that's, that's a great exactly production what you want. Yeah. out of your defense. It uh, wasn't enough to offset not picking uh, Zlatan. The biggest problems I had were uh, uh, Savarino, who, who, <laughs> and then Seba- Sebastian Blanco. Uh, and then the worst of all things, the worst of all possible results, Ben Sweat played, even though he was injured for NYCFC, I had him as my scrub. You know, he's 4 million, right? Uh, so he gave me uh, three points, Mr. Sweat. Thanks. Uh, well, he kept Raul Rui Diaz's 10 points out of my lineup. Which so. is, is brutally tough that that happens. But also Ben Sweat um, did outscore... Seth Sinovich. Sure. <laughs> who had two points for me in yeah. the starting spot uh, as a defender. I could not finagle my my bank account to cover uh, Morera, who I wanted to have in. Um, so then, of course, Morera went and made the dream team this he went week. Off, so yeah. scored the first week. So I uh, had Cascante in there. He got eight. So Sinovich was, uh, was a two-point bust. Uh, you could call... Um, Paradis, uh, with the Timbers, he had seven, Johnny Russell had eight, although he scored the first game and then did nothing in the second game. So yeah. I had Russell on the bench. So I had sort of, I had Russell Rui Diaz and Zlatan on the bench. And then I only got Zlatan in because of Ben sweat. So Ooh, Mr. Sweat, you hate to see it. You're dead to me. Um, you hate to see it. Anybody I else? want it like, I, like looking forward, but when I'm looking at the $4 million guys to put in, like if they're injured, they better be dead. Like yeah, I want, like, I want the, the equivalent of who was the guy? Was it, was it Richard who was like for, played for FC Dallas, but was literally on another continent. Playing. Oh yeah. So uh, like, Richards, like Chris Richards, Chris he was, Richards, yeah. he was loaned to Bayern Munich. Yeah. And so it was like, but he was still on the roster. I was like, he is, there's no way he is playing. Like yeah, I literally, he is not in the, I want the lead pipe country. guarantee. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> When daisies grow in here before yeah, I pick this guy. Exactly. So that was, I mean, that again, it was like, I don't think it was a terrible week overall. It's just, you know, I missed a couple of things and it's the, that's what happens. You're not playing with that focus of a champion. So let's get our, let's get our focus back uh, on this week coming up. Another set of double games uh, for a bunch of teams this week, NYCFC, Columbus, LAFC, Red Bulls, San Jose, and DC United. Uh, I mean, LAFC is the headline, but we're not going to get there right away. Um, two home games for NYCFC. Uh, which I really like. I like a bear. Uh, obviously he's uh, on the, on the cheap end still, I think for a striker with his kind of production, uh, they have good defensive options. Uh, probably the, the preferred defensive team of, of when you're looking at double game weeks. So, uh, Tinner home is a great option, although he's 8 million, which is a lot. So Chanel is another terrific option. I think he produces almost the same average fantasy points. And then Sean Johnson. I really like Sean Johnson as a keeper, $6 million plays two home games in Yankee stadium. I think that's terrific. You got to love that. And I think, the, the the teams he's playing against as well. You look at Columbus, uh, the Red Bull one. Look, that's the the what color is New York? Is it going to be red? Is it going to be yeah. blue? That that I'm not so excited about for the Sean Johnson one. But if you wanted to um, put Sean Johnson on the bench to start the week. And if he gets you that shutout in the first game, yeah. then you're house money, right? But sure. if he doesn't, then maybe you can find another game in which you can try to find a cheaper goalkeeper for a keeper. Yeah. A I would suggest that one this um, week. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, and I think that there's, there are some compelling single game week options, which we'll get into, which I think is a, a strategy you could use of having some of the early double game week guys on the bench. And then, you know, maybe a late single week, single S- game guy. Say that one, because what I think you just said there was very valuable that I don't think uh, maybe some of the, the, players that are just getting into the game you mentioned just there about the double game week players 
even though they have the first game of the week, making sure to start them on the bench. Why would somebody do that, Steve? Well, you want to st- the, the people who have, as a general rule, the players who have the earliest games, you want to start, you want to have them on the bench, right? Because you see what they do. Um, once and you let's s- say they do well. That they do well, then you don't have to, they're going to get another game in and you're sort of like, even if you only get a couple points and then I want this. this so score. who would you start then instead? So they make sure you get into the, you, they get in. Would you start a guy that's like you said, that's injured at 4 million because you know, they're not going to play and that substitution rule comes in. Yeah. you can, well, So my normal setup for starting a week is I'll have two guys who are not going to play presumably other than Ben Sweat. Two guys who are not going to play in the starting lineup and then three guys on the bench who I think are going to play, but are in early games. And then, so then the best two of those three will go in. Um, if, if it goes well, I mean, that's an, that's an auto roux. That is what we call an auto. Yep. There's also the switcheroo, which is requires a little more manual work, which is like, you actively have to decide this guy, I'm going to want, I want this guy's points. So then you take a guy who was going to start and you, you, put in a $4 million person to sort of make that guy go up into yep. there. But like, I'm going to keep, we'll get into it when we start talking about single game weeks, but it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to have at least a few, maybe one, maybe two single game week guys who play later in the week, but early enough on their day that like, I can make a decision to switch them for somebody else, depending on like, yep. if I need yeah, that's very m- smart. money or something. So, uh, but let's talk a, a little bit more about matchups and then we'll get back to the single game weeks at the end. Um, San Jose, uh, have to play at LAFC, which is tough, but they also get to play at home against Vancouver, which is good. Um, they've also lost their last two games after being kind of darlings of the league for a little while there. So, I mean, I'm not wild about a lot of San Jose guys. Vaco though has been very productive recently. So, you know, I like, I like Vaco. He's uh he's 10.1 million. Um, maybe as an option, just because you don't want to put all your eggs in, in a few baskets. Yeah. And then obviously Wondolowski is finding a way to score goals yep. and he's at 6.9 million. He's in a coveted forward spot that you get, you know, three of, so yeah. you make your decision with that. But I think he could be somebody as well. He finds a way to score goals in, in these games. I, I think you're defensively, you know, when you're playing LAFC, you're not going to get a shutout in that game. Right. Vancouver is very hit or miss, but right now I I don't see anybody from them being like this massive goal scoring threat week in right. and week out consistently. Yeah. So you're looking maybe for a midfielder that could get a little bit of bonus points if they get a shutout in that Vancouver sure. game but then also can maybe get that attacking threat. So I'm looking at midfielders here yeah. in particular Baco, in this game. Espinoza, guys like that. Exactly. And, and Wondolowski, like you said, Wando is a great option. At 6.9 million, if you're, if you're big elsewhere and you got to balance it out somewhere, there's a guy that's yeah. starting consistently that's scoring goals, you know, and, and it's yeah. Wando. Yeah. He finds a way the ball hits him off the side of the face and goes in <laughs> and right. he does that right. a hundred thousand times in his all time leading goal score. So at 6.9 million, that's never a bad yeah. option. You're also going to have to make some decisions. We're going to get into this, but it's, you know, you've sort of got two obvious teams that have double game weeks and then a lot of other ones. And so it's like, how are you going to balance the fact that you only get three out of each of those teams? But um, let's talk about another team that is not one of those teams. Columbus have two away games in tough venues, Yankee stadium and Nippert. So, and, but they're also unbeaten in their last six. They're not, you know, they, they've, they've gotten better since and everything really to play terrible, for now so. is they try to get yeah. out of the, the, you know, the basement. Uh, well, obviously Cincinnati's firmly locked in there, but yeah. Um, the Columbus crew are trying to push themselves back towards the East, which crazy enough in this league unbeaten in six, if they can reel off one win, and a tie out of this, if they can pull out four points out of this week, yeah. they'll probably move up a spot yeah. and you know, be able to work their way back up to a yeah. playoff spot. So you're, you're wanting more. They're going to be pushing forward, certainly. Yeah. I don't really know who to take from Columbus. I mean, I think that maybe given playing FC Cincinnati, um, 
you know, maybe a, a defender. I mean, I don't NYCFC. I don't love the matchup against, but, um, but you know, again, Yankee stadium is a weird place. You know, it, it's, I feel like it, it, it's, it's odd for teams. So who knows what could happen there? Harrison awful uh, is an option who springs to mind, like as in terms of a defender who also gets forward and does some work there, but I don't really, nobody from Columbus really sets my hair on fire. Pedro Santos has scored yeah. in, in the last two games. He's got four in his last three games. Um, he's at 10.1 million though. Yeah. So it's, it's an investment certainly not, is. Yeah. And not a bad option though. If you're looking at like differentials, you know, like if you're looking to like, depending on what you think about the, these other right. game week teams. Um, I also, the other two teams, DC United and Red Bulls, uh, I don't really, I don't know who, I, I mean, I might take some defenders from DC United, um, you know, playing it, playing Red Bulls at home and then going on the road to play Philly, mostly because I just have a hard time picking up, uh, defenders from the other teams that I want to pick. <laughs> right. From. Exactly. So DC is an option. As far as that goes, they have some solid defenders and Red Bulls. I never know who to trust. I don't know who's going to play. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, you know, look so. Daniel Royer is a guy, if you're looking for dim- differential, uh, owned by 0.52%. Yeah. As a midfielder, he's a player in which, you know, you can, for 9.1 million, you can safely assume in these games, he's always going to be a factor in them. Yeah. Um, you know, 90, you're looking at the last five games. He's only missed the 15 minutes of that. So he's going the distance and yeah. four of them, you know, it's. Royers is definitely a good option. I think. Kaku, you, you just, you just, you're just like, what, what's the deal with this guy? Can he can be great, but he's never really a goal scoring threat. Is he? Yeah. So, I mean, Royer for me is the, is yeah. really the only viable option for the Tchaikovsky possibly. Tchaikovsky had a fantastic goal this week. Yeah. And he's, his, his average fantasy points are very high. He's not as, I feel like reliably played as Royer. Like Royer is almost always in there. So. Yeah. You don't know if he's going to start yeah. or sit yeah. week to week. And in double game weeks, that's always tough. Cause what if they play just one game and then you could have picked a better single game. Choose guy, the guy, so. you know, that's going to yeah. start. So let's talk time. LAFC. Cause that is, I mean, Who? that's the other team. Uh, they're a little team in Los Angeles. Um, aside from NYCFC, I think, I mean, I think that NYCFC is probably second in terms of picking guys. The problem with LAFC is it's such a set, set of riches. Play Vela, Captain Vela. That's my advice. Beyond that, I don't know. Um, I like Atuesta. He's very solid and reliable as far as points generation. Average comes. is seven point five points. I mean, if if he weren't on a team with Vela, you'd be like, what is this guy is? Yeah. I mean, if he's averaging that, then I don't know what to do because I really like Segura as a defender. Um, but he's like reasonably priced and he does well. But I also like. You know, Diego Rossi's out there as another forward option. You've got Mark Anthony K. Diamande. You've got Diamande. Who's, who's scoring goals for fun and at 8.9 million. Yeah. He and might be a in guy. The, he's in the pole position now as uh, the forward out there. until we don't know, is Brian Rodriguez going to play? Like, we don't know. So. Exactly. And he takes one of those positions. Probably not Diamande's. Yeah. But I think you find a way. I mean, who, who I mean, is it Diamande though? Because then you want to find a way to get Rodriguez, Vela, and Rossi on. Yeah. But is Diamande the tactical shift is that better because he's the point guy of that. So yeah, you have to keep an eye on the, on the line. Does Vela come in so. and does it, is it make a decision between Atuesta or K? Yeah. Vela plays more centrally. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough. And again, you only get three guys. So, uh, I, you know, I I'd know. go all Good attacking luck. though, because yeah. I, I will say, I don't, I don't see a shutout against San Jose or LA happening. Yeah. I, I just don't that, see it. Even in two home games. El Trafico is going to be, there's goals. It's, game, there's always so. goals in that. And I think San Jose has a, has a way of, of finding goals as well too. Yeah. I would lean defensive with NYCFC and lean offensive with LAFC. I think you can't go wrong so. with that. And I think you've, uh, I think, you know, hopefully that Columbus game proves you right. Starting out at 
it's, you know, six o'clock central on Wednesday, you're sitting there going, I got to shut out the bag with two defenders and a goalkeeper. Right. And you're yeah. on house money after that. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk a little bit about single game week guys. If there's anybody who is appealing to you, I have right now in my lineup, I have one, uh, single game week guy, which is, uh, Carlos heel. Uh, because by Saturday, you already have gotten games Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. You'll sort of be looking at the slate. He's got an early game on Saturday, but, uh, you know, you'll sort of know what you've got in a lot of positions. And then you can say, I like heel for this, or you could switch to Montero or Pozuelo or Rushnak. You've got like a lot of options on that day. It's nice because you have a lot of guys who are elite fantasy players, who are on a single game week. So you'll know if you've gotten anything out of these other guys, and then you can make a decision about who you want to go with on that day. And you've got a price regression from Pozuelo again this week. He's a $300,000 discount sitting only at 10 and a half million. So if you want to yeah. find that player, yeah, that should be affordable at this point. And you may, this is again, you may, you may have to put in a guy like Wando at 6.9 million to go along with Villa to offset that cost at 14.5 million. So you're looking sure. roughly at 21 million, you know, 22 million for the two. So it's, and then you can find ways to get Poswell in there for me. I'm, I'm going to go my tactic this week. And I don't know if it's a good one or not, Steve, I, I listeners, buyer beware. <laughs> I'm going to find a way to get every single player uh, double game week this week. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. I may end up going that way depending on as I start moving stuff around because it's, it, there is that Jenga element of like, you're committed to this guy. You're like, well, these are the first three guys you put in, but then you're like, well, what if I don't do that? Like, yeah. what if I don't use Sean Johnson? Like, what if I, what if I go for somebody else? Like, what if I start, you know, Sean Johnson on the bench and he doesn't do anything. Right. Because if, if any of those three games on, on Wednesday are not a shutout, yeah. Then you're still at the same spot. And all of those games that you might use, the goalkeepers you might use from those first games have arguably harder matches in the second one to get a shutout in. Yep. So I don't think it's a bad idea. And this may be where you do the, you have the goalkeeper in mind that, you know, Sean Johnson on the bench with yep. this single game goalkeeper. If I'm going to start one single game player this week, it's going to be a goalkeeper, Steve. Yeah. Ooh, what a goalkeeper do you like? I mean, you could look at Toronto at home against Montreal, maybe even Nick Romando against the Rapids. That's yeah, always I don't the hate, I don't hate Rocky maybe, Mountain Cup. Yeah, Dallas, maybe Gonzalez. Gonzalez is always a good option. And but the Dynamo don't look it's great. The, it's rivalry. The That's the thing, though, about this week yeah. is that all these matches are rivalries. And when that is the case, sure, very rarely are the rivalries that there aren't goals each way. You know, <laughs> true, true. It's the pure emotions of the game. So. Houston, Houston on the road, though, they just, they just fire their coach. But they've also, crazy enough, they're not out of the race after, you know, uh, after having a dismal run over the last 15, 16 yeah. games that got Wilmer Cabrera fired. Yeah. This league's the league of streaks. And right now, if you're Davey Arno and you're saying, you want, a, you want a future here? Yeah. Go out and prove it. There's a whole new sure. set of motivation. Yeah, who knows? Well, the sand in the quarter hourglass has run out, and we have come to the end, my friends. For Minnesota United and Jamie Watson, I'm Steve McPherson. And remember, don't let your fantasies be dreams. Make your dreams come true. Thank you.